16 minutes past 10, we will uh, shift gear now because the Home Affairs Department has denied that it has reversed its directive to put an end to special permits for Zimbabweans living in South Africa. This follows media reports uh, yesterday uh, saying the decision made recently by Cabinet had been changed by Minister Arun Mutsualedi, saying there has been a misunderstanding after a circular was issued by officials in his department. Zimbabweans were granted these documents in 2009 to legalize many who were living in the country illegally during uh, um, illegally due to their social political situation uh, that is or was happening in the country human rights groups are not happy uh, about we're not happy about this move and uh, we're joined by Sharon uh, Ekambaram who is the head of refugee and migrant rights at lawyers for human rights uh, good morning Sharon uh, what do you, as uh, uh, lawyers for human rights, make for this? Make about this about turn uh, from our government? Morning, KG. Um, just, uh, I think it's not an about turn. I think it's a continuation of the the bungling and the shoddy manner in which the Department of Home Affairs has handled this whole situation. The short notice that they uh, gave to announce a very serious decision to terminate the ZDP uh, permits for Zimbabweans and and then uh, to then make a mistake with the circular and and uh, then rescind that circular, but the, the, the cabinet statement still remains that permits will be terminated come 31st of December 2021. So if, uh, you know, the statement remains that uh, permits, permits are terminated uh, December 31, 2021, what does it mean for that almost 200,000 Zimbabweans that had been registered? Well, it, it, it means disaster and it means a lot of inconvenience. It means families will be uprooted to be returned, deported is the final word on the cabinet statement, that if people do not find other means of getting documented in South Africa, then they will be deported. And this means that children born in our country, children who have been going to schools, getting access to basic education, will be uprooted with their families and sent back to Zimbabwe, which, as many, many activists and people from Zimbabwe have testified, that situation has not changed. And in fact, many people have said that it actually has gotten worse. Yeah. What is the implication in terms of uh, the legal court challenges uh, that had been threatened by many uh, um, uh, many human rights groups? I don't know as uh, if, as lawyers for human rights, you yourselves had threatened any court challenge to the government. No, we haven't threatened any court challenge. We've written uh, together with about 50 organizations who have endorsed a letter Seeking clarity, and uh, you know, it's 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 just I can't find the words to explain why, as people living in this country, we've got to ask the Department of Home Affairs to clarify uh, decisions that they've taken because they are so vague, they're unclear, they don't give a clear indication of what the plight of people are. So a simple thing is, the the people will have their stay in the country extended for a 12-month period, a grace period of 12 months, to sort out their documentation. But we are seeing that the permit expires on the 31st of May, uh, of December, sorry. 
So, so that's a, a contradiction because mm. immediately you have an expired paper in your hand and the banks, as you uh, must have heard, are rejecting clients, uh, Zimbabwean clients and closing their accounts. Uh, schools are not accepting uh, grade one registration, grade eight registration. And we actually hear from the Department of Basic Education their own position to clarify this because, you know, we have been engaging with the Department of Basic Education and they have been very categorical that whether you're undocumented, whatever means of documentation you have or have not in our country, every child should get access to, to basic education. And they've been very consistent about that. But this one decision has thrown all of that into disarray. So there's various consequences, which I think are very dire. And, 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 and really, you know, it, 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 doesn't, it, it leaves many thousands of people in a very bleak situation as we, you know, many people are wanting to celebrate the festivities of, of the December holidays. Yeah, almost 200,000 people uh, is uh, the current estimation. And I'll come back from uh, commercial break, uh, Sharon, to ask you, so what happens then after December 31 for these almost or even more potentially 200,000 Zimbabweans that live in our country? We're talking about the Home Affairs Department denying that they reversed their directive with uh, Sharon Ekambaram, uh, a, direct- a directive that affects about 200,000 Zimbabweans living and working in South Africa. We'll be back with Sharon. Uh, She is a lawyer at uh, Lawyers for Human Rights. It's 22 minutes past 10. Stay on top of all meaningful top trending stories right here on SAFM. Leading the conversation. Welcome back. By the way, if you're Zimbabwean and are directly affected by what we're talking about, feel free to call on uh, our Joburg studio line on 011-714-2006 because the Home Affairs Department has now denied that it has reversed its directive to put an end to special permits for Zimbabweans and it follows media reports yesterday saying the decision made recently by Cabinet uh, had been changed. Uh, but Minister Arun Mutsualedi says there's been a misunderstanding after a circular was issued by officials in his uh, department. Zimbabweans were granted these documents in 2009 to legalize many who were in the country illegally due to the socio-political conditions in their country. Human rights groups are not happy about this move and uh, we're talking about it with uh, Sharon Ekambaram, Head of Refugee and Migrant Rights at Lawyers for Human Rights. Let's talk uh, Sharon about the implication then come 1 January 2022 for these 200,000 Zimbabweans, I think for me, the greatest pain is hearing about children who will not be even able to access schooling uh, next year. Absolutely. Sorry, KG, just to clarify, I'm not a lawyer. I work with lawyers, but I, I am an activist. Okay. Heads up the refugee rights program. Okay, okay so got as, it. Yeah, and I, I think that for us, that is a major concern, the plight of vulnerable children uh, children who have, uh, you know, been born, many, many have been born in our country. It's a 10-year period. And it's, it's shocking that uh, this government could issue a permit that has been going on for 10 years. And then this decision uh, is clear that it was a temporary permit. How does someone live a temporary life for 10 years with their family or making a family or living in this country, and, and, and then suddenly being told, well, sorry, uh, we, we, are, we are terminating the, the, the permit. 
So I think it's huge consequences for children who have been accessing education with many, many scholars from Zimbabwe. And I think, KG, as you know, you know, the one thing that we're all very aware of is that the education system in Zimbabwe was one of the best in the region, mm. uh, you know, uh, after liberation. And, and there are many, many astute scholars who have come to our country and studied at our universities who, um, and, and continue to make an incredible contribution to our country. So their, their status is also going to be uh, seriously uh, challenged by this decision. And I think then, for me, the overwhelming concern is that in line with the manner in which our government and the Department of Home Affairs manages the movement of people, you are now turning 200,000 people into criminals. You're going to be hunting them down for their permits, uh, which have expired, and you're going to be deporting people and families uh, back to Zimbabwe. And so that is, is, I think, what's going to happen come January 1st, unless the minister actually clarifies what does it mean if a law enforcement agent uh, accosts, a, because that's the manner in which law enforcement agents manage immigration uh, uh, you know, uh, issues in our country, uh, for, to Zimbabwean and says, show me your papers, and he produces an expired permit, he will be put in, in the back of the bucky and, 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 and sent to, to a, a, you know, immigration Lindella. himself. Mm, mm. And then Lindella, yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it's, it's important for me to make this point as well, is that we are facing a COVID pandemic. This is the last thing that our government should be doing in the context of a disease that is very highly communicable. You are uh, making people um, unlawful in our country. Mm. Are they going to be able to come forward for a vaccine? Are they going to be able to take the necessary measures to protect themselves and their families? And if those who get sick, how are they going to be able to access health care if they need it? And I think it's going to contribute to further spreading uh, COVID. And, and your point on Lindella made me remember this. Are you going to have uh, overcrowded police holding cells and, and Lindella um, to, uh, to then contribute to further spreading uh, COVID instead of us taking measures, uh, whatever possible, including a, deep, uh, a moratorium on arrest and deportation during this period? to bring COVID under control. Sure. Okay, we've got uh, some calls. I think uh, there's a couple of people that want to ask Sharon a question. Munasilo in Gruenstadt. Morning. Yes, sir. Yes, thank you. Uh, firstly, uh, I want to correct something. Your reporter yesterday, your news reader at 12 o'clock caused this uh, mess up because he said uh, the directive was uh, rescinded, which was which was an untruth. Because on Monday, uh, Aldrin Sintriwe interviewed Ndadimutwale. Uh, Ndadimutwale ex- uh, succinctly explained that it was a director in the office who decided to write a memo that was not sanctioned by government and and, and himself. So. What your report, and he, he, he continued making that statement every time you read the news yesterday. Now, the Democratic explained simply that that memo has not been rescinded and these people have got to go home. Secondly, I want, I, I want to take issue with these human rights people that, that are always coming onto this, onto SASM and playing, and playing God incarnate. 
our fathers and our grandfathers and our grandmother work in this country. Their sweat and blood uh, built this country. They are now getting 1890 a month because some of the men that's got to go to them is paying these people from Zimbabwe and Mozambique. Who, the most, the most, actually, the Zimbabweans, I'm, I'm giving you history now. In 1985, they were brought in to come and work at Impala Platinum and everywhere. They refused and they went back and marched. Now that we, we are a free country, they want to come and enjoy uh, uh, peanuts here. This is not Uhuru. Let them go home, fight Munangawa, and do whatever they do. They must not come and inconvenience us in our country. I am one of the people who said they refuse to work here. I'm telling you, they had to, to be shipped back to, to Zimbabwe, to Rhodesia then, because they refused to come and work here. Please let them go home. Please let them go home in peace. And those people from the human rights, they must start looking at better things. They must talk about us, not about foreigners in our country. I rest my case. Okay, uh, Munasil, I'm going to go to the news headlines uh, because uh, time demands that I do. And I'll allow Sharon to respond to what you said. And Colin, in uh, Cape Town, I see you as well. At issue is uh, the Home Affairs Department denying that they reversed a directive to put an end to special permits uh, for Zimbabweans. It's 10.30, news headlines. Prime time all day long. 1031, we've been in conversation with uh, Sharon uh, Kambaram, who is the head of refugee and migrant rights at Lawyers for Human Rights, because the Home Affairs Department has denied that it has reversed its directive uh, to put an end to special permits for Zimbabweans. It follows media reports yesterday saying the decision made recently by Cabinet had been changed, uh, but Minister Aaron Mazzoledi says there has been a misunderstanding after a circular was issued by officials in his department. Zimbabweans, if you didn't know, were granted uh, these documents in 2009 to legalize uh, many who were in uh, the country legally due to the socio-political uh, conditions in their own country. The estimate is about 200,000 of them. Human rights groups are not happy about this move, and uh, Sharon, as a result, is uh, my guest. Sharon, do you want to respond to what our caller earlier said? Um, really briefly, I think, you know, we, we should really... Uh, uh, make uh, substantiated statements and not make uh, broad sweeping generalizations, which then uh, leads us to accuse people of being xenophobic. I just want to read one sentence from our government's international, the White Paper on International Migration, which was issued in 2017. And the paper says, and I'm reading and I'm quoting, it says, under, under colonialism and its apartheid manifestation, immigration linked to citizenship was strictly limited to persons deemed to be Europeans, in inverted commas. Africans were classified as natives, in inverted commas, and confined to the migrant labor system that maintained colonial economies across southern Africa. So I think that's the context and history of migration and movement in this region. And our government, uh, to its credit, had located its policy on migration and immigration in that context, but sadly the practice is, is, is very, very different. And, and, and I think then you have people like your caller who, uh, you know, glibly believes the myths and the misstatements about migrants, the number of migrants and what they are doing to our country. And, you know, we're all Africans at the end of the day, KG. We live on the African continent. 
There's no us and them. That was the apartheid regime and how it uh, ruled this country by dividing rules. Mm. President Becky and his statement said, I am an African. What value does that have to your caller and to others in South Africa, like put South Africa first and like uh, Herman Mashaba and, 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 and his political party that continuously call for the uh, removal of migrants who are black African brothers and sisters from this African continent that come to our country. Yeah. Uh, we have another caller in Colin in Cape Town. Hello, Colin. Good morning, KG. Good morning to your guest. You know, KG, it amuses me. Our politicians go sleep at night, and all of a sudden, the next day, they decide something. Now, these guys that's, that's in the country legally with permits, they should have been warned last year about it. You know what I mean? They've got a whole year to decide what to do and so and so. But, and another question is this. Why is everybody attacking the Zimbabweans? Those who are legally here, the human rights must worry about the illegal people in this country, whether it's white, black, Indians, whoever they are. Get them out of the country. Not a person that's, that, that is working earning money, contributing to the country, and now I get told we're not renewing your permit. Look for those people that haven't even got permits, Nigerians, Somalians, Ethiopians, you name them. They're all here, but they don't worry to look for those people. They're undocumented. Those uh, Zimbabweans have been here 10 years and they worked. They contributed. Why is everybody, government and and uh, even you know, your callers against Zimbabweans only, but they never talk about Nigerians, Somalians, and people like that. Thanks, KG. Thanks, Colin. What's the way forward, Sharon? Uh, you know, uh, the 1st of January is just around the corner. What's the way forward as you see it at uh, Lawyers for Human Rights? I just, I couldn't, I have to respond to that caller if you don't mind, KG. Sure, go for it. So, firstly, there's no such thing as an illegal human being. Uh, and I think that we need to register and, and, and acknowledge and think about what that means when we declare someone illegal simply because they don't have a piece of paper. Secondly, I'd ask the caller to really provide stats and verify when he makes broad sweeping statements. And finally, we work with, you know, before COVID, we were seeing up to 15,000 people a year. And these are all, that's a tiny minuscule of the larger group of people who struggle to get documentation in our country. And so I think, you know, when we keep talking about people that are undocumented as if it's their choice, it's a serious problem. And and the Department of Home Affairs needs to get its act together. It needs to be able to ensure that we are complying with the 1951 convention that we signed, our Constitution, which all, and our Refugee Act, even in its amended form, there is clear policies and procedures. With respect to what comes uh, after January, as I indicated, together with over 50 organizations, many of them people who are organizations led by South Africans, but mobilizing not on xenophobic grounds and not within narrow nationalistic confines of whether you're a citizen or not makes you uh, respected as a human being. We're working with waste reclaimers. We're working with uh, unions that are organizing domestic workers. We're working with unions that are organizing migrant workers across the spectrum because an internal migrant is a migrant. And, and, and we, that's the way in which we are, uh, uh, you know, mobilizing ourselves. We've written a letter. We've given the Department of Home Affairs a deadline of the 17th of December. 
And if we don't get a response or a response that is received is not what we uh, meet the questions we've asked, then we will have to consider our options. And, and of course, litigation is one of those options. Mm. We'll leave it there. And I'm sure we'll talk again because uh, the 17th of December is just around the corner as well. Thank you, Sharon, uh, very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you, KG. Thank you. Sharon Ekambaram is the head of Refugee and Migrant Light, uh, Rights. I said lights.